Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Am I the Asshole Podcast. I'm Danny Vega, joined today by my lovely, lovable co-host with the co-most, Sarah Levine. Sarah, how are you today? Woo, I'm good. I have a slight, very low stakes AITA for you. Wow, we're opening strong, folks. Let's hear it. Really low stakes. Okay, so I sell like a lot of my stuff on Poshmark, which is just like a clothing resale website that you can like sell secondhand clothing, stuff like that. Oh, now I know what Poshmark is. I've always seen it and been like, oh, it's a bit posh and a bit mocked, but what is it then? It's kind of what it is. It's kind of the gist. (laughs) Um, But so I've been selling a lot of stuff on there and I decided to put these leggings up there. Like they're good leggings, they're New Balance. I just don't wear them that much. Um, Yeah, yeah. Whatever, so I put them up and usually like my stuff does not move on Poshmark, I feel like it. Especially if I've worn it before, you know, it right. takes a couple months, which is totally fine. I get, uh, you know, someone not necessarily wanting to, like, spend money on, you know, used clothing. But I put up these leggings and they, like, immediately sold. And now I kind of don't want to get rid of them. I'm like, crap, but they I don't wear them that much, but they are good leggings. Oh, I'm no. like, would I be the asshole? And you can cancel the order. Um. Would I be the asshole if I canceled the order? I've and done that I before. should I tell the person or just cancel it and not say anything? Uh, yeah, I think just cancel it. They don't need your story. You know, okay. just, hey, yeah, there's nothing that needs to be said. They'll see that it's canceled. All right. This doesn't need to be an interaction. That's my <laughs> opinion. Okay. I feel slightly bad, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> I think I'd feel bad if I parted with them. I'm really like a, a hoarder. I feel like right. I have so many tweets about like getting rid of something and then immediately after I get rid of it, I'm like, oh man, this outfit would be perfect if only I, I had this thing I never wore and actively hated. Classic. As soon as you get rid of it, you're like, that's the exact thing I needed this whole time. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I get you. That's thoughtful of you. Yeah, one time I did that and like really freaked out and it was totally unnecessary. I like should have just said something because I think I was going to meet with them, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't set in stone. It wasn't like 7 p.m. here, but I just like blocked them and I was like, now looking Oops. back, I'm like, why? I should have just said, hey, sorry, I don't want to sell it. Yeah. Oops. I kind of did that on Facebook Marketplace. I kind of ghosted this girl, but it was a mutual ghost. Like I was, um, I was getting rid of my, my, uh, box spring. And I just put it up in like a local buy nothing group and someone expressed interest. But she like wasn't free for a couple days or something like that. Yeah. And so um, but then the day she was free, like I really wanted to get rid of this thing. Like Danny remembers it was in my room taking up an entire (laughs) wall for many, many months on end. And by the time I finally was like emotionally ready to part with it, I was like, I just I want to get rid of this. I can't wait another trash day. And I just like didn't feel like messaging her on a Sunday to be like, hey, do you want to come? And there's always some fucking issue with like Facebook marketplace, you know? Right, so right. I just, she never followed up. I didn't say anything. I just threw out the box spring and I was like, feel a lot better. My room is spacious now. 
Thank God. <laughs> so, you know, we did get a lot of fallout over Jordan Peterson gate, but oh I want to hear what went through your head, Sarah, oh God. because I well, think a lot of listeners were like you. Yeah. Okay. Well, so at first I was like, well, really, my first thought was like, oh, damn, wow, there's this other guy who's named Jordan Peterson. Like, that kind of sucks for him. Like, you know, there's Michael <laughs> B. Jordan. There's this other guy on the Internet whose name is Jeffrey Epstein. And you're just like, shit, <laughs> that sucks for you. Like, your parents right. didn't know that he was a pedophile trafficker. Like, so that's kind of what I yeah. thought at first. I was like, oh, damn, interesting coincidence. Um, and then he starts talking. And I was like, huh, this guy is like really interesting like why is he a doctor and he has so much time to listen to our podcast and loves danny so much right right this is a little bit weird then when he started talking about lamb i was like this is i think i just started laughing at that point and then when he started to drop like name drop joe rogan i was like okay okay this is a bit but i think it took me like probably five minutes to to be like ah okay (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of uh, it was a really a mixed bag because it was April Fool's and I love a good prank. But I did receive probably three, maybe four, like long emails really documenting how toxic Jordan Peterson is. I mean, I would be impressed, like not that I want him on this podcast because I unequivocally don't. But like, don't you think it would be impressive if we did manage to get him like he's a high profile troll? Like, yeah, I, I think that would almost be an impressive get. I mean, if if I did, I would warn everyone and then I would be antagonistic as I somewhat was in the interview. I mean, I I wanted to play it a little bit like I was intimidated. And so I went kind of easy, but pushed back at points. And that was really funny, too, to get messages like I feel your pain in this interview. Like it was really funny. That's Um, so funny. But a lot of people just saw the title and they were like, no, fuck you, Danny. (laughs) I mean, that is very funny. Is Jordan Peterson's middle initial something with a B? Yeah, yeah, that's his real name. That's how oh, he identifies. I mean, I've never heard the B before. I've only seen Jordan Peterson. It's but, pretty um, funny because, like, for a guy who, like, came to fame for, like, going off about pronouns, it's like you literally have such an obnoxious name that he, he, <laughs> he like, his podcast is called the Jordan B. Peterson Podcast. And it's like, oh, shut Gross. the fuck up, B. Yeah, what's the Get B? Get over yourself. You're no Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael. Well, Michael B. Jordan had to do it because then I he's know. Michael Jordan. That's confusing. And he was, and he wanted to be famous. It's like you can't have two famous just Michael, Michael Jordans. We need right. something else in there. Right, right. That's funny. But I didn't know yeah. that about about Jordan Peterson's B. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think some people got it. Like, if you know the Jordan Peterson Joe Rogan interview, we were really kind of trying to roast that, and that's why he butters me up so much at the beginning because there's a whole part in that interview where he really butters up Joe Rogan and is just like laughing to himself a lot. And so we were we were really trying to make fun of that episode and oh, Jordan Peterson's funny. vibes. So um, yeah, shout out to my friend Ronnie. I thought he killed it. And like, look for for everyone who was like super offended and didn't even open the app. I got some messages that were like, "This is the funniest app ever." So like, some people got it. But yeah, I will say this, people: you are not safe next April Fools. So just a <laughs> warning. Um, uh, yeah, we might have Ben Shapiro on. 
No, God. I don't know anyone who could do a good Ben Shapiro impression, but I would love to do that one. I actually don't even know what these guys sound like, and I would ben like Shapiro to keep it that way. Sarah, here, here's, the, here's the thing the left wants you to think. They, 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 the left, that's that's the, him? Well, they, well, that's the left, our like, mascot for masculinity? The, oh, well, God. it's not masculinity, Sarah. It's the thing that the left wants you to think is that there is no masculinity. They, 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 they want to think that there is no, but it, but it is. It's real. Uh, it's real because I say it's real, and even though I'm Harvard-educated, I'll espouse positions that no intellectual person could really espouse like I I, I insist that Mm. gender and sex are the exact same thing even though it's obvious to anybody who knows anything about even medicine even though my wife is a doctor and there's also a whole meme about how I can't seem to uh, arouse her in bed I know that that one I do know that bit yeah, but you know, uh, but but gender isn't real because I said so because I'm Ben Shapiro and, yeah. and that's the kind of like energy he has. It's like okay, uh. like you have to be the most rigid, like illiterate person, like from a medical perspective. That's obviously wrong. Um, right. I feel like, like we have two words for it for a reason. God, right. Like I hate this guy. Well, yeah. And then you know, you go to the like that's that's when you know someone's like you're just you're just being like ideological. It's like because. Yeah. You know, people have some people are born with, you know, multiple genitalia. And it's like, well, what about those people, Ben? Oh, well, you can't even account for them because you're being so rigid and ridiculous. Ugh, um, I hate it. I you know, it. so anyway, all right, trolls. We're making fun of Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to go into the trans thing because I wanted to be like something people could laugh at. I didn't want to be too heavy about it. But yeah, he's a. Uh, they're they're douche. They're, it's it, they're worse than douchey. They're pandering. That's what I really think about both those guys. Because I, I actually think they're uh, pretty smart guys. But I think they've chosen to take the financial path of catering to the right. And there's a whole market there that's unexplored. So they they get they get that they get the money. I think that's worse almost. If you don't even believe it, well, it's worse to believe it. Ah, that's actually a tough quandary for me right now. <laughs> right. They're right. both pretty bad. To, oh, absolutely. to A, believe something that horrible and B, to not even believe it, but further it for money. Well, you know, you cultivate it, too, right? Like, I, yes. I don't I, I seem to remember maybe I'm wrong that Tucker Carlson wasn't always like a blithering idiot. But a like lot now, of these people weren't like Candace Owens was a Democrat. Right. They surround themselves. Just decided that there was more money to be made by being like a, a conservative provocateur. Exactly. And they surround themselves with yes men and people who tell them they're doing a good thing and people who, you know, regurgitate the same points and then they just stop being critical. And that's why, like, when I have apologized or said whatever, I'm not just doing that to appease you guys. Like, I'm genuinely, like, listening to what's being said and internalizing Mm -hmm. it. And I wouldn't do it. I, I really wouldn't do it. Like... You know, I, I think if if I think you and I have been very measured when we are like reacting to someone who we don't we're not necessarily on board, but it's like, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings kind of vibes when it's like we're not really necessarily fully like, sorry, <laughs> it was like talking about the minor <laughs> I'm like, cases. I, I feel bad for the re- response, but I don't take back what I said. There's definitely been times like that. Exactly. Like, I stand by what I said, but like, I'm sorry for the effect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, and I and I am sorry to anyone who was upset by it. I can see how that would be upsetting, especially a lot of these people. We've been getting a lot of messages. We got one today. Wonderful, wonderful uh, letter here from a listener. I'm not sure if this is a place to leave a review, but I'm going to do it. My name's Paige. I love the pod. Senior in high school, and this is single-handedly the only thing that gets me through my day. Wow, Paige. Wow. I've been considering reviewing for months, and I'm doing it. This is also the only podcast I've ever listened to. Holy so. shit. 
I can see how it would be a violation of trust. We're like, oh, I trust Danny and Sarah. Oh, Jordan Peterson, what the fuck, man? It's oh, it's Friday. I can see that. But like again, I really, I, that would be a huge get. Like I don't see how we would even be on this guy's radar, and I hope we never are because that would say some bad things about us. I think. Yeah, no, we're we're but definitely like, not. No, imagine. Page- Paige goes on. Now, this is an interesting line. I don't think I've had it. We've had anyone say this before. I don't have a favorite between Danny and Sarah, but honestly, I love the <laughs> cookie talk. I might be too far behind on the pod oh for God, cookie yes. talk. We got one person who likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I 10 out of 10 recommend trying crumble cookies. They have new flavors every week to die for. Right after this Sounds review, so I plan good. on signing up to the Patreon. Thanks, oh, guys, thank for what you do. Wow. I love that. Wow, we got to try these uh, crumble cookies, I guess. Crumble I cookies uh, getting a little uh, advert snuck in. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we get it. We've heard we've heard the praise. This is a listener letter that I I can't even believe this happened. This is just so ridiculous. I'm like, guys. I hope we're we're not being trolled. Maybe we're being April fooled by because of, as retribution for the April fools. I, I believe someone uh, this came wow. in from someone that I've spoken to before. So I, I think it's very real. Here's what they Holy wrote. Holy shit. Okay. I didn't know where to put this for you to see, but in January I was in a bad car accident where I was hit by a very drunk driver and my car caught fire on the freeway. Because I had been oh listening God. to your pod constantly through my phone speaker, it actually helped me to find my phone that had flown onto the floor so I could call 911. Holy Luckily, shit. no one, including me or the drunk driver, were badly injured. I was also even able to get most of my things out of the car after the fire was put out, and they said it was safe to go in. I was oh bummed God. about some pretty cool stickers I left in my center console and forgot to grab. I just received the stickers from you in the mail today and wanted to thank you for them. They're awesome. Definitely made my day and actually meant a lot to receive. So we also uh, got them the stickers <laughs> that they lost. So these stickers saves li- save lives, you guys. Um, there we go. No, but holy shit. I'm glad you're okay. I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I'm I'm also glad the drunk driver is okay, but I hope they serve time for that because what the fuck, mate? You almost killed yourself and someone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally whack. Drunk. I, that's one thing I hate about stand up. It, it's gone. I don't see it too much. I have run into it, but there is like a running joke. Uh, comedians will joke, oh, everyone's going to drunk, drunk drive home tonight. And I'm like, that is so not funny, dude. I've like, never should... heard that. Are you serious? Oh, it's like a trope. It was a cliche in the 80s and the 90s. I still run into it every now and again. And I'm like, man, you're literally joking about because you're because here's the thing. You're at a bar, right? A comedy club is a bar. Yeah. So, like, you could very well be, like, you're trivializing it to people who are drinking and then some person might be like, oh, whatever. You know, the comedian said it's funny. The whole room laughs. So, I guess it's fine to put down a fourth drink. And it's like, no. Nah. Wow. wow. It sucks. It really sucks. No, I've never heard that. But I guess most of my comedy viewing has been in New York City. But still. Yeah, no one's driving, right? Yeah. Holy shit. I guess I did go to a lot of comedy in Atlanta. But, wow. No, I dark. don't run into it too much. It's dark. Don't drunk drive. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, definitely not. Special shout out to uh, our new patrons throwing us uh, some big some some big support here. Garbage Girly, Ruth. Thank you so much, Ruth and Andrea. We really appreciate it. Uh, and shout out to all our new patrons. Abby, Rachel, Paige, Adrena, Marie, Amanda, JPB, Emily, Sadie, and uh, Haley, Ashley, and Kaylee. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened with the margins over here. I don't know how that fucked up. Fucked up. We got a glitch in the dark. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so. Uh. 
All right, folks. Well, I think it's time for some Guess the Verdict. Here we go, guys. I was blown out last week. I think I've been on a long losing streak. This could be the one for me. Guess the Verdict, AITA, for not being as busy as my wife. Hmm. Predictably vague. Not being as busy as my wife. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's one of two things. It's like... You know, he's really not doing anything, and that would make him the asshole. But I don't think that's really... I don't know why I'm just not getting that vibe. I'm just going to go with... But could this be a communication issue, and then it's like an ESH? Oh, that would be interesting. Mm. Um, Or I... I'm feeling like a rogue NAH, but you guys need to work on communication. So that's going to be my verdict. Wow, people, the prophet is here. NAH is correct. Holy smokes. God, guys, I just can't catch a break. So here's the story. Morning Glory, they got a kid. She's the breadwinner getting an MBA. Basically, OP kind of powered down on his job. Um, lots of childcare. Now he does help with her papers, helps her edit them. Um, but they really just seem super busy. I mean, she is crazy busy. Uh, he writes, sometimes wife thanks him. Other times she yells about how he's not doing enough or pulling his weight. Um, Mm -hmm. and basically he was like, do I have to be as busy as her? Like, is it okay for me to enjoy life a little bit? But like, he doesn't seem like he's really like messing around. He's just not as slammed as she is. She has a job an MBA, the kid. It's just a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. It's a lot. Simply Sam writes, honestly, you sound like a wonderful partner and are pulling your weight. I'm going to say no assholes here because I bet the addition of school is stressing her out. Can she take a semester off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Okay. Well, here we go. AITA for intentionally pouring wine over the bride's wedding gown. Oh, my God. It's so obviously a YTA intentionally pouring, but you wouldn't give me an easy one like that. I'll say ESH. ESH is wrong i i really can't do this anymore guys it's embarrassing (laughs) here's the deal um op is the maid of honor and the bride got uh one of those kind of two-in-one gowns that it has like a detachable ball gown skirt and you can pull it off and then there's another sort of skirt underneath it so the bride is very extra and wanted to do like a big reveal so she was like OP, I want you to pour wine on my skirt and like I'll act totally shocked and mad and then rip off the skirt to see to reveal this other dress and it'll be like a oh, oh, great big thing. And the OP's like, are you sure? What? And she what? said, yes. but essentially the day of the the costume, the, the moment of the costume change comes, OP spills the wine. Um, may I just pro- say, may mm-hmm. I interject to say, Spill the wine. Get that girl. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible joke. Not worth it. Nice, nice, nice. So OP <laughs> does that. And um, the the bride kind of uh, goes a little bit too far in her acting gig. Like she acts so upset for so long that like the wine speaks into the dress below. Yeah. So that by the time that they rev- that they rip off the skirt, it's like too late. The other dress is like oh, ruined no. as well. Um, and the bride is still mad at her two weeks later um, and wants an apology. So the top comment was, um, given all this, your NTA, bad idea of the bride's backfired. I understand she's upset, but not at you. Wow. Speaking of doing a Jordan Peterson episode of weddings, she took the bit too far. I what know. is this? It really is a play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Because, 
I feel like for the amount you'd spend on a wedding dress, I wouldn't want to intentionally ruin any part of it. Right. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, I mean, as a comedian, I'm not like, oh, can't wait to throw a big prank at my wedding and make everyone right. think I'm mad and insane. Right. That's so true. <laughs> That's Oop, a wild one. I love it. AITA colon. Is it rude to text late at night or am I old fashioned? Hmm. OK. Is it rude to text late at night? Well, I'm guessing OP doesn't text late at night. So who's mad? Some girl that he's not texting back at like 11 p.m.? Mm. Um, is it rude? But who would be the... I'm just going to go with no assholes here because I'm like, who's the asshole here? Well, people, I did a double NAH to try to trick her and Whoa. she got me good. NAH oh, is right. So you did not read this one correctly. Okay, that's I'm fine. happy about that at least. OP is eight months pregnant, constant vomiting, vomiting, often at the hospital due to oh hydration. Dehydration, obviously. Hey, uh, I had too much water. Can I go to that the hospital? That would be me. No, I'm, I'm literally constantly <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> you just have to pee. Yes. Uh, anyway, a woman she works with constantly sends her texts asking how things are going, sometimes random, but always late at night, 10, 11 p.m. OP That's leaves not phone. Okay. Opie leaves phone next to her bed in case of a family emergency. Partner is annoyed because partner wakes up at 6 a.m. This lady keeps texting, calling. Opie says she thinks she politely asked her, thinks she politely asked her not to call or text before 9 a.m. or after 9 p.m. She said you should have a phone in a in a different room or use silent mode. Top comment was it OK Storm 1343. No assholes here, but it's 2022. How have you not found do not disturb on your phone yet? You can select the person that can or can't bypass it. You can? yeah, I didn't know that. Not you didn't know that? I didn't know you could select people to bypass it. Oh, yeah. You can put it in your favorites. Huh. There's a I way to do it. I kind of think that lady is the asshole, though, because, like, you really shouldn't be in a habit unless your job is, like, an OBGYN or whatever. Like, you shouldn't be in the habit of texting people for work things past 9 o'clock. Yeah, I, I like, think... Why is that coming up so much? <laughs> I, I think no assholes here is fair. I mean, I'm actually kind of blown away because if you didn't know this and you're pretty tech literate, I would say, then I, I know is, about I guess, do not disturb. So I don't see why you wouldn't just put your phone on do not disturb. But I didn't know that you could like bypass. Have, yeah, that's what I didn't know. Well, look, apparently this is a somewhat obscure feature. I'm happy mm-hmm. to promote it here. I mean, that's the other thing, too. I was like, is this Apple bias? Because I, I don't know if there's something similar um, on Android. But like it does. I couldn't even block people on the Android until like 2018. So I don't really have (laughs) I don't have high hopes. I had to deal with so much fucking harassment when I had an Android. Anyway, we got to be careful. I don't want the green texters mad at us. Look, we respect the Android operating system. Like I could not block people until I. Yeah, at least 2016. I didn't have the functionality. I'm ignorant to the Android ecosystem, but yeah, I, I guess I do feel like you should have your phone set up so that if someone does text you, it's not a nuclear event that ruins your partner's next morning. But well, considering- yeah. Also, like, is her phone on loud? That would be a problem. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like your phone making noise is your problem, and there are features for this. That's a quick Google. Yeah. So, like, you but know, I guess this is I not would new. Say, like, my vibration is not going to wake me up. Yeah, like, you know, Google it because the technology is here, people. But I I think NAH is a fair verdict. A-I-T-A for outing my godmother for paying large sums of money to local witches to help her seduce her new husband after she made fun of my wife's weight. 
Oh my God, you've really got an opposite track here. We went from the shortest things ever to like this whole story. <laughs> I can't even keep it in my head. So funny. Ugh, God, I'm not going to ask you for another repeat. I mean, it seems pretty ridiculous. And outing someone as a witch, though, is pretty messed up. But I feel like Reddit would side against the witches. I feel like Reddit would very much be drowning witches. So I will say NTA. Or no, yeah, Reddit would say NTA. Yes, I'm going with that. Wait, you think Reddit would drown witches? Don't you? I guess it depends which side of Reddit. I don't think AITA Reddit, because AITA Reddit would be like, that's sexist. She's just a woman. And you just want to drown so. her. I feel like Reddit would be like, she's a woman, so she's a witch. I guess it depends which subreddit. Anyway, okay, well, in any case, uh, NTA was right. Yes, a point um, for me. I almost said double for nothing. I love it. I love it. So, um, I mean, this whole story is just convoluted. Um, but <laughs> possibly made up. But. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, but, like, basically, OP and his wife and everybody's at, like, a family dinner. And the aunt kind of keeps needling the wife to be like, oh, are you pregnant? Like, you should really have another kid. And and just keeps making comments about, like, oh, it would be so great if you were pregnant with another child. And so, um, basically, then, the OP was like, uh, she brought up... <laughs> The fact that apparently the aunt went to local shamans to seduce her current husband and like basically and brought that fact up. Um, and um, yeah, the, the mom is like demanding that OP apologize. And so the top comment was, uh, well, the top comment was really info where are the shamans. But um, the top comment was NTA, by the way, she's old enough to listen and pick up the hints and not go on and on about like commenting on the pregnancy and stuff. Okay. Well, seems like quite a sitch. It truly was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, Sarah, you are the undisputed guest, the verdict queen. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Again, hey. reigning over your domain. Because I no. went to some local witches. There you go. I got to see the shaman, see what I can get <laughs> fixed. Right. Forget get forget get therapy. Get a shaman. Yeah, that's, get that's a what shaman. Nonetheless, folks, I might be a guess the verdict loser, but we have once again secured one heck of an ep for you today. Our second story of the day. AITA for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend ordered spaghetti. Huh? Oh boy. What? But first, it was deleted off Reddit. It's a-I-T-A, for telling my girlfriend to shave slash trim her arms. My girlfriend, 24, is Arab and comes from a very hairy family. When we first met, her arms were well-kempt and she took proper care of herself. Uh-oh. 
does not follow.com. However, <laughs> no, don't go to that link. However, now she's been on this self-acceptance journey, which led her to not taking enough care of herself. Uh, OP. Uh, now okay. I am happy for her and wish nothing more than her accepting herself for how she is. I've been very supportive of her journey. Personally, I don't mind hair growing on most areas of the body. Let it be pubic, armpit, whatever. However, arm hair is something I can't overlook. It's longer than mine. I'm a man, and I believe that my arm hair is about the average for most men. <laughs> her He's arm hair. He's just like standing there, like he goes up to his friends, like measuring their arm. <laughs> yeah, like, let's no, see. It's, it's a dick measuring contest, but it's an arm hair measuring contest. Let's see, guys. Let's let's all <laughs> let's let's all compare this very yeah, important no thing. Yeah, no, mine's longer. <laughs> um. Her arm hair pushes me away from her sexually, and I cannot accept it for the life of me. Now, I get the self-acceptance stance and all that. However, I think that she should still be accommodating to me as I would shave my beard just how she liked if she ever asked, and I do take proper care of myself. Oh, say proper care one more time. He's obsessed. Yesterday, I opened the topic with her and told her in the nicest way possible that I don't like it, and I wish she should shave it or at least trim it. I even offered her to pay for lasering it. Expectedly, she got super pissed and accused me of sabotaging her self-acceptance and said that it took her way too long to accept it and I'm here ruining her progress. I tried to explain myself, but she stormed out of the room and isn't talking to me all day today. A-I-T-A. There's a lot to unpack. I think I'll just start with the fact that I think a lot of people do not know what the word acceptance and support means because OP is like, yeah, no, I support it. I completely support it, except... For the fact where I told her to actually not do any of that stuff. It's like you didn't how you didn't support it at all. Like name one way in which you were supported. Well, he named numerous ways. He was fine with the pubic hair and the armpit hair, but he wasn't fine with the arm hair. So there was there was some support there. This was his his one qualm. Uh, I guess kind of a weird I don't know. To me, that's a weird qualm. I could definitely ding OP because I do feel like he is stretching here, trying to equate this to to uh, taking care of herself. I, I think that's, that's ridiculous. Thing. Like I, I do, like I, I have personally never felt. I mean, I I have arm hair. It's not like particularly dark, but I have never felt that there is such a like rigid beauty standard on arm hair specifically. There's there's definitely a lot about hair, and I feel like arm hair rolls into that, but. Or it can, but like I've, yeah, I've just, I've never seen having hair on your arms being portrayed as like unhygienic. I've just. Ridiculous. I think of all the types of body hair aside from like your hair on your head, I feel like that's one of the more ones that's kind of like accepted as natural. Yeah, I mean, I think that equating this with self-care and taking care of yourself is a dirty move, and I don't like it. I think it's rhetorically off-base, and I don't really like that OP painted that picture. We are in a very dangerous zone here, a zone where I've gotten in a lot of trouble. So instead, I'm going to just frame this to you, Sarah. Do you think that in a relationship... Not necessarily the one you're in, but just generally that, you know, if your partner is changing something about their appearance and that affects your attractiveness that, you know, that that's a fair, a fair ask or a fair thing to raise. I yeah, I do think about this. I mean, because I think we've gotten into bad situations where like the guys are demanding or, you know, one time the guy complained that his girlfriend would like spend money and time on like certain forms of hair removal and made fun of her. And then when she stopped doing it, he was all indignant. And that was like super problematic. Um, I think in general, like, I I guess I think like 
you know, my dad has grown some terrible mustaches. If like my boyfriend were to decide to grow some facial hair that I really did not enjoy looking at, I think it's okay to pose the question in a respectful manner. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it can start to fall into incompatibility territory. I think, look, we're going we're going deep into the depths of conflict management because this is a conflict, right? You have a right to your body, but you also do want to be attractive to your partner. And that could manifest in a lot of different ways. You know, I could think of a nice gender neutral thing yeah, for like this. If, yes, I was going to say if someone so, like fell in love with the haircut that you hated. Sure. Yeah, I was thinking about deodorant. You know, I know some people who huh. they don't they don't like the do. They want to do it on natural, and huh. maybe you're a stinky person, and that's okay. And maybe other people don't pick up on the stink, but you do because you're their partner. You're also very physically close to them, and it's affecting your affection. You know, and I I think the key here is to approach this in a way that's that's I feel. We always go back to I feel, yeah. and I do think it's fair. And you tell me if I'm wrong here. If you were to say, look. Um, I, I understand yourself, your your you know your uh, self acceptance journey, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel um, that you're you're I feel unattracted when I see your arm hair. It's just it's not a good uh, it's not attractive to me. Is that fair to say? Oh wow! I mean, it's like I want to say yeah, but for me that's so brutal. <laughs> well, how uh. would you say it? That's the thing is like, I don't even know how I would say it. Like I'm almost, it's almost just because it's like arm hair specifically where I'm just like, oh my God, if you're not going to like let someone have hair on their arms, like, you know, come on, like, you know, how much do you expect from this person? Um, I just, whatever. Um, Yeah, I guess if you did phrase it in like an I feel way or... Yeah, I, I don't know. <sighs> Stuff, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I like, I just, I, I personally, I do understand it. You know, I have my, my little things that I brought up, you know, I wouldn't want my, my partner to get a tattoo. I'm not attracted to tattoos. Like it's, I, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as say as it's unattractive, but. Um, yeah, that's, I'm kind of wondering, like, I feel like if like my boyfriend got like a beard or something and I didn't like it, but then I would try to be like. I don't know. It's uncomfortable for me when we kiss or like, I don't know. Like, I just I don't know how I would be like, hey, I really hate your mustache unless he asks. I feel unattracted. I, I'm not attracted to your mustache. I'm attracted to you, but I'm not attracted to your mustache. I think that's a fair way to put but like, it. Don't you think that they do it because they like it? Yeah. And they and they have a right to do it. And so then the question becomes, look, if if this came to me, right, I'm trying to think if someone said, Danny, Listen, I love you. You know, I'm your girlfriend, but uh, you're so boring. I'm so tired of how boring your hair is and your appearance. You have no tattoos. Can you please do something to be interesting? Then I would have to uh, I would have to say, how important is this person to me? Do I need to spice up my hair? Do I need to pay a seventy dollars to get a, some kind of fancy haircut or whatever whatever it is? Or is this an incompatibility thing? Because I, I do feel like OP's being honest, and frankly, um, you know, I can understand why he would be unattracted. I can't. I have my own conspiracy theories I don't feel comfortable sharing, but I will say, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like if you're doing something for yourself and someone else comes up and says, hey, I'm not attracted to this, it's kind of like, well, okay, like, 
I didn't ask you and I'm not really doing it for you. So I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough to phrase it in a way of like, hey, this thing that you do to yourself is unattractive to me because it's just kind of like. But that is part it's not of the, about you. Part of the deal being in a relationship, though, that it isn't all about you. You lo- what you trade in a relationship is some level of autonomy. You trade that away because you're you're saying this person is important to me. I'm going to be there for them if they have problems. You know, I'm going to do things for them that I may not necessarily want to do. Go hang out with their family and go to, you know, fucking Nantucket and, you know, hang out with their drunk aunt because they want me there at their little family thing. And, you know, they do have that dog, at least. I do love, uh, I do love good old uh, Rover. Oh. You know, like, that's Rover. part of it, you know, and I think, I think the ugly thing about what we're talking about is, you know, I, I think what you said, the example you said is, oh, well, your beard hurts me. That's a very good reason that anybody could be on board for because it's about pain. But like, you know, what about just a goofy handlebar mustache, something like that, you know? It's hair. You know, I don't know, because it's kind of just like, I I don't know. Some people like, like to switch up their hair and stuff like that and like, is it forever? Do you really think that they're gonna keep it forever? There's a lot of like factors to come into play. You know, like if your SO is always dyeing their hair and you hate one of their particular hair colors, like, do you say something or do you just ride it out for like six weeks because they're going to change it up? Like, that's part of the that's yeah, that's part of it. Right. Pick your battles. That's part of being in a relationship. But what we're seeing here, I think, is something much deeper. This is I mean, this is like a permanent change that he's asking her to do. And I don't really feel like. Well, it's a permanent change she made as well. Right. She was doing this prior and then changed it up on him. She changed the game. I think he has some, eh, whatever. Yeah, I. Go, yeah. oh, just say. Well, it. I feel like he just has some like problematic views. So to me, like, yeah, like the fact that he thinks like taking proper care of yourself means like trimming your arm hair. You know, I can ding him for that. I can ding him for that. I think that is it's a like that's going like above and beyond. I ridiculous. feel like what is a what is like a typical hair removal process. At least I can like yes. say that as like a white woman with light hair. Like that is honestly arm hair removal is something I probably haven't thought about since like middle school when you overthink every little physical right. part about your body. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I can ding OP and and push toward YTA. I, I know I know a lot of people listening want to go YTA on this. I feel you. I feel you in the crowd. I understand Here's this. Here's my conspiracy town too. I just okay, fine, I'll voice it. But and you can tell me to fuck off. But like, I really just have a hard time believing that he's okay with the less normalized body hair aspects and like, and he draws the line here. Like, it's to me, it's a weird line to draw that that I find a little bit unbelievable, but. I can play it as it lays. I, actually, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. But, uh, you know, I, I guess the thing about his examples, though, is town, that population those are, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm kind of with it. I mean, the difference is the parts he describes are a little bit more private. Now, look, I'll, I'll personally say this and I damn, guess I'm scared. Fair. This Uh-oh. is a scary thing. Did the bot find this? Why did you choose this situation? Are you trying to get ah, me canceled yes. again? Well, yes, the bot found all of these. I, I felt oh, that this was different because it is arm hair. And I, I feel like the bot. Arm hair is like not as politicized almost as like other forms of hair. Well, let's like, go to armpit least, hair. Okay. Because yes. I am not attracted to armpit hair. I understand it's a double standard. And I will say this. If I was with if I was with a girl and she said, All right, you want me to shave my armpit hair, uh, then shave yours, I'd be like, All right, I'll make that deal with you. 
I think that's a fair deal. <laughs> it's not a, a double standard. I mean, if you're willing to do something that you also want her to do, I don't really see the problem in that. I mean, of course, it, it like, you know, I feel like the expectation is based on years and blah, 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 like whatever. But <laughs> well, that, and isn't that but yeah, part if of you're a relationship? asking her to do something that you said you would also do, then that to me is not problematic. Well, and I, I think that is the premise of a relationship. We agree to work on ourselves to continue to be attractive to each other. And that's that's a pro- crosses a, a broad gamut. And I and I will say, I will risk the gender essentialism here. I think men are a little bit more looks driven. And so that's going to tend to be more looks oriented thing, you know. And you tell me what 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 do women tend to want more of their guys? I have an answer for this. I don't know. Effort. Effort. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Girls just want to have fun. The classic, right? They want fun dates. They want excitement, oh. trips, things of this nature, <laughs> I right? I didn't know that that was what the song. Was. Yeah, yeah. Effort. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you don't mean effort. You don't mean work ethic. You mean effort in the relationship well, yeah, toward doing relationship. fun things. Yeah, and like or spicing just, it up. Or like, sure. What'd you say? Nothing. Did you say purchase? I just said, or just yeah. Like I was just stammering. Okay. So uh, I, I, I look, I think we can ding OP here. I know everybody wants to go YTA on this. And I, I think, I think we've met at a fair zone. I think OP could have approached this a hundred times better and he's failing to do so because he's, he's falsely equating it to self-care, which is ridiculous. Not even um, that. It's like, yeah. Hygiene. Hygiene. And that's yeah, just not, not fair. That's not fair. That's ridiculous. And he's a clown for doing that. Thank you. I'm with you there, and I and I am I am ready to ding him for that. That said, I do think that a request of this nature can be approached with some honesty and a compromising attitude too. Like, hey, you know, um, I'm not. Uh, I feel unattracted because of this. Um, and if you say this, I think maybe a way to bring this combo in is say like, and I'm and I'm also want to know, am I doing anything that's unattractive to you? Because I I want to I want this to be fair and feel fair, so I can also change some of my shit up. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you can open up the conversation, um, but I think, yeah. So let's let's get into some comments. They're a little bit dangerous because we are white people. But purple put six six four four says YTA, and they ding OP mm. for the same thing. Taking proper care of myself regarding to hair. They write this reeks to me of someone who fetishizes exotic non-white girls, but who also wants them to conform as much whiteness as possible. The long, dark, thick, luxurious hair on her head is probably incredibly sexy, but that same hair anywhere else on her body pushes you away sexually. Get the fuck out of here, brother, bro. Sorry, not brother. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I think you could you could do it that way. I just think in a relationship, it is a trade, it is a deal. You have to trade various things. You have to trade autonomy and freedom and all these things. I mean, and- to me, this is like a semi unreasonable ask. Like in my opinion, if this was requested of me, I. I don't think that I would do it. So, I mean, that's my own, I suppose, bias going into this situation, which is that, yeah, I don't really think the ask is reasonable. And but and that falls into incompatibility, right? It's like, you're not willing to make this change. This is a, a big thing to you. You know, like the girl calls me boring and I say, well, I am boring. <laughs> so I'm not going to get a tattoo or do my hair in an interesting way. I'm going to be the plainest Jane of them all. Um, and then we would say, okay, well, I guess this isn't for us because you're not willing to bend here. Yeah, because either person's not willing to bend. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I look. I think he's being honest that he's not attracted to it. I, I like. I don't think that's a, a that's a switch he can flip. I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's something that he can like learn to not let bother him. I don't. I don't think that's possible. I, I, I think this is where we always come back. Can you learn? Can you learn what you're attracted to? I, I just. I don't believe that that's possible. Really. Um, I think you can choose your battles and you can know, but if it's unattractive, um, you have to realize, well, how unattractive is it? Are you completely unattractive to her? You know, but if it's, if it's that unattractive, you know, then that's, I, Uh, yeah, I guess I just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like if you're going to lose all attraction to someone that you've dated for like however long because of arm hair, like that's kind of sad to me. Yeah, I mean, it is sad, but, you know, she's changed. This has been a whole thing for her. It's been a whole vibe shift and good for her. Great for her. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just like, I don't know. Bodies are bodies and they change a lot. And like, if you are looking for a long term relationship, I feel like you're going to go through a lot of changes. So I don't know if you're going to cut and run at the first sign of arm hair, like... But it's not... I'm not advocating that he cut and run. <laughs> I'm not advocating that you do that either, but I'm almost speaking to this perspective, which is kind of like... Yeah, like, people are going to go through changes and you might not be attracted to all of them, so it's kind of just like... I don't know if this is a way to really find a, like, long-term relationship... Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. This doesn't seem like something that should be capable of ending a relationship with someone you love. That seems Thank very you. off to me. That seems Thank very you. off to me. Let's high five. I feel great about that moment you we feel just good had. About that? I feel good about that moment that we just had. Yes. Good. Okay. That hopefully means I won't get canceled. What else can I say? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Look, I think a re- part of a relationship is managing your attraction to the other person. And you know what I hear from from women. This is what I hear more from women. I actually never hear shit like relate to looks like, oh, he, he put on weight and I don't want to fuck. I never hear nothing like that. What I hear is drive. I hear a lot of drive. I think a lot of women are attracted to drive. Sarah, are you with me there? I can speak for myself. Yeah. Are you attracted to drive? Yeah. I, I hear this a lot, you know, and I think I think that's a tough note to give, too. But I think it's a fair thing. Hey, you know, um, you don't have enough drive. I, I'm not into that. I, I want you to do something more than what you're doing. I, I you feel. Can't unatt- say, oh God! Well, you I could mean, say there's got to be a better way to say that. Well, yeah. I mean, we can we can workshop it, but like, <laughs> I feel unattracted to the fact that you're you you know you want to play video games for four hours a day instead of you know doing something. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's fair. I guess I just feel I'm like I don't feel like that would almost never be phrased in terms of attraction because there's other like consequences of him playing video games all day like neglecting other things well not necessarily and that's like a non-attraction way to put it well yeah but but let's just suppose that he's playing video games and they're 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 still going everything else is fine sure sure whatever the point the point is not that he's playing video games it's that whatever he's not doing he doesn't have drive we know what drive is you know when you see it you know, and I, I think that's fair. I, 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 and I would rather be told if I was in a relationship, I would rather be given a shot. Say, hey, you know, you don't have enough drive for me. You're not doing enough. Whatever, whatever it may be, rather than just ghost. You know, it's a conversation mm-hmm. to have. I think it's a fair thing, and also something that can come up with time. Maybe you didn't know you wanted someone with drive. Maybe you got with this guy because he was chill and relaxed, and now you're like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to marry a, a surfer who who, who plays. <laughs> Rainbow Six at night. That's just not enough for me. That's okay. 
It is okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm struggling to sort of find like a direct one to one comparison because I, I feel like even like a a drive thing could be approached in a way that sounds like it's concern for them. Whereas but, if you're but just that would saying, be disingenuous. Like, that would be even disingenuous. I, I think I. Well, if you are concerned for them, but if you're just like, look, I you know, I I don't want to date someone who's okay you know, with their day job and then doing nothing else or, or however you frame it, you know, I, I don't really actually know. Cause I, you know, I, I don't know that I've gotten too into the weeds. I mean, I do know someone who ended a relationship because they felt like, you know, their guy had no motivation and wasn't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. Seems valid to me. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's a valid like thing to value. I think I kind of lost the thread here. So <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think where we're struggling is, you know, is there an equivalent on on the female side? And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it is like, I mean, I just when we get into this gender essentialism, like, of course, like women care, a lot of women care about how attractive their partner is to them. And there also can certainly be physical aspects to that as well. Like, right. it doesn't have to be like, oh, let's. Let's do a one-to-one comparison. Let's go to the emotional aspect because, like, women don't care. It's like, no, of course, like, we care. <laughs> Getting some live commentary here from Twitch. Oh, boy. We got a uh, girlfriend break up with him. <laughs> Classic. There we go. Break up with um, him, get a lawyer. But I do think break up. I mean, I would not. I mean, I, I would not, like, laser my arm hair for some guy. Okay, I like this comment. This is kind of a, against a classic thing. Mm. Classic Sarah line, you can break up with anyone for any reason. That oh is boy. also a fact. I feel like I plagiarized that from Reddit. Like, I don't want to claim that as my own, but I do think that it's true. I think it's true. But we can judge you for the reasons, because that's our job on this podcast. <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, someone else wrote here, it can affect your attractiveness, and you can ask your partner to change something, that's fine, but I think if two people don't align on two physical things, and if that is the a major of a deal, that it is a deal breaker, obviously the two are no longer compatible. I feel pretty satisfied that we have covered this. I, I think I am ready to ding OP for his approach here. His uh, The way he's putting this is all wrong, and I, I think that is enough for me to... Uh, give the verdict AITA for telling my girlfriend to shave trim her arms and also let me say this I think demanding it is not okay it's not okay I'm saying approach from the I feel perspective I feel unattracted to you because you're not displaying enough drive I think that is the fair way to do this brutal it is brutal but sometimes look sometimes if 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 it is big enough that you're you are choosing this battle you might as well just get straight to it yeah, I guess that's fair. The struggle for me is like it's hard for me to see that as a hill to die on. But I guess I can give it to him that that is weirdly his hill to die on. So um, but ultimately, we do agree on this. A.T.A. Hey, for telling my girlfriend to shave slash trim her arms. We agree. Y.T.A. All right, folks, please rate, review and subscribe. Sign up for the newsletter. You'll find the link right there in the description, along with all the other goodies. Subscribe on Twitch. Uh, Join us on Patreon, please. We now have over 100 bonus episodes. Um, And uh, yeah, the Discord is amazing. We have such an amazing community, a vibrant community. Dare I say, people, I'm saying it. I'm saying it, folks. Vibrant. I don't really know what it means, but it's like colorful and and purple, probably. Okay. All right. Up next here, it's 
A-I-T-A for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend ordered spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> we had a little, we had some disagreements in the Discord. So in, in today's theme of, of petty reasons to break up with someone, Here we, we have go. spaghetti. Spaghetti, the spaghetti. <laughs> A-I-T-A for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend ordered spaghetti. I, 25M, am dating a woman, 24, named Allie. We moved in together five months ago, and I really love her a lot. Unlike that previous OP. Allie just doesn't doesn't have great table banners. She eats noisily and sloppily. In a restaurant environment, usually this isn't too bad because of the natural ambient sound. Oh, no. You're like, we need to go to a noisy restaurant. In a quiet room, it's much more noticeable. I don't like it, but usually I can tolerate it. But when Allie eats pasta, she slurps her noodles so loudly people from other tables look. It's mortifying to hear people murmur about her loud slurps. I know this might be normal in some cultures, Sarah, but from where I'm from in the U.S., it looks uncultured and bothers some people who are more sensitive to sound. I've tried to teach her how to use a spoon to spin the pasta into a ball. A spoon? Isn't it a fork? Whatever. Yeah. Okay, what? A spoon? You don't need noodles a spoon. What, are you crazy? That's nope. why it would be very difficult. <laughs> right? Nope, she doesn't want to. I've tried to ask her to take smaller bites. Nope, that's how she eats pasta, and that's how she'll always eat pasta. We've been to a local Italian restaurant half a dozen times, and each time but one. In a basically empty restaurant, she humiliated me with her loud, slurpy eating. Wow. I know I shouldn't care what other people think, but I agree with the patrons. It's disgusting. People are trying to enjoy a meal. I finally got frustrated one day and told her I wouldn't eat noodles with her in public anymore. She can eat alone or she can go with friends. I'll happily drive her to the restaurant, but I will not sit down with her. She kind of blew off my message with a, oh yeah, you're so perfect. So I get it. And I thought that was that. Last night, Allie really wanted to go to our local Italian place again. I asked her if she would be ordering spaghetti. She rolled her eyes and said she'd get lasagna. <laughs> I agreed that was fine. And we went out for the first time in a while when the waitress came to take our order. Allie ordered spaghetti. I told the waitress I wouldn't be needing anything. No. Stood up and walked to our car. I relaxed in the car listening to a podcast. Am I the asshole podcast? AITA pod. Oh my God. Until Allie, I threw ah. that in there. I threw that in there. Allie came out a while later. She sat down and started giving me the silent treatment. When we got home, she yelled at me about embarrassing her, would not let me say a single word without shrieking over me and said that she's only inter- interested in an apology. I refused and she went to another room to loudly talk shit about me to herself. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know if I went too far. A I T. Talk shit about me to herself. What? That's funny. funny. Is she just like monologuing? So weird. That's very funny. Woof. Well, I guess, you know, here we have actually a very similar situation. And this is also from our our Sarah bot, right? So the Sarah bot is is really kind of what I like. Although I will say the Sarah bot, I feel like the juice meter is just really like an asshole meter. I think we got to recalibrate a little bit. Yeah, the juice meter measures the number of uh, controversial comments. So, Mm. you know. Yeah, but we haven't determined what a controversial... What makes a controversial comment, right? A controversial comment is one that has high upvotes and high downvotes. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. If you're if you're watching on Spotify video, you can actually see now the uh, the Sarah bot. Um, she has a <laughs> juice level and a Sarah bot loves level, which um, the Sarah bot loves is based on keywords that I've associated with Sarah's personality. Keywords like housewives what's that show you like i know i got it right yeah the the real housewives 
Is it desperate? Oh, Real Housewives. Yes, yes, not Real desperate. Housewives. No, um, Desperate Housewives. Murder. Uh, you better believe MLM is in there at least. I was gonna once. say we haven't had any murder situations yet, but I'm hoping. So anyway, let's get into the meat of this. I actually think this is really similar to the last situation, right? Because here we have yes. someone with a thing, uh, I guess unattractive. The word unattractive isn't used, but it is kind of there, right? Like if I go out with someone and they're embarrassing me, like that's not it's hot. Off-putting. Yes, it's, it's, off-putting. it's definitely off-putting. It's off-putting. This is a, a pretty minor thing. Um, that's what's getting me ask. is like, again, it, it is, oh, to ask? Well, I guess I also feel like is it all is she a a loud eater because i've met those or is it just spaghetti and if it's just spaghetti like you really have to weigh how much is this going to come up in well your it life? seems like it's come up quite a few times she likes noodles there's also other noodles besides noodles spaghetti like noodles i mean we all i can't noodles. blame the girl but why she got to slurp it you know that's I don't gross. know, just like this is the way she was taught to eat or just not even taught but simply not corrected to eat he does mention like a culture difference and so i'm kind of wondering why oh he's mentioning that at all but like i think you could run the argument but like i I don't know what's the culture gross you know like i never i never heard of a culture that like insists on like come on i googled it i think what people were alluding to in the comments was like some east asian cultures slurping noodles um and in some countries it's a sign of appreciation uh literally just citing quora so please well, correct me if the facts are wrong well no that i mean that that'd be a good defense but op's not raising that defense op seems to be saying i don't give a well, shit I, yeah exactly op doesn't well op wouldn't be the one to raise the defense because op is like the one with the problem oh sorry yeah the, the op's gf isn't saying that so i don't think right. this is a cultural thing i don't think that she's of east asian descent and this is her cultural tradition I, I think that could be a defense if that was a sitch i don't see any evidence that that's what's happening here well just because op brought it up at all well I, I i don't know i think he was just trying to spot a potential objection um even so, look, I, I think if if that if it's so meaningful, okay, if that was her defense, um, then uh, it would be a different thing. But I, I I don't think that is is her defense. Her thing is that's how she eats pasta, and that's how she'll always eat pasta. Also, it's pasta, so that's definitely not East Asian. They don't call it All pasta. All right, so that's how she eats pasta. It's pasta. You know, I mean, look, let's just say, let's just say, though, it was, I'll go there. Then, you know, I would say very similar things to what I just said in the last, uh, the last sitch. I would say, like, look, I, I find this uh, embarrassing. I feel, I feel embarrassed. Um, I can sense other people uh, looking at us and it's uh, very unpleasant for me. So, you know, how important is it to you to slurp loudly? And if she says it's super that's important. A fa- honestly, that's like a fair question. That's a good way of opening the conversation is to like genuinely ask. Like, how is how important is this to you? I mean, he could have said that with the arm hair. Yeah, oh, I like that. So maybe that can be our little uh, little key, key phrase. Hey, how important is this thing to you? And that lets you know if it's critically important, which I think in the last situation it was, right? It had become like part of our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, I really just feel like even this kind of barb that Allie threw, which was like, oh, you're so perfect. And it's like, well, he wasn't saying they're perfect. He was just saying this is a this is a gross thing you're doing. Well, I also think it's like condescending to like try like I'm just like 
to try to teach a grown person how to eat. Like there, she's 24. Like she knows how to swirl like noodles around a spoon or fork or whatever it may be. Like I just got condescending vibes from him of like, oh, I tried to ask her to take smaller bites or like I've tried to teach her how to use a spoon. Like she's 24 years old. Like I kind of feel like she knows these things. Yeah, but she I mean, just doesn't I, want to change the way that she eats pasta. It's yeah, and it's gross. I think he has a he has every right to be like, "That's gross, dude." I mean, I feel like she has every right to be like, "Well, this is how I'm gonna eat." <laughs> okay, but if we can flip this on its head, Sarah, if you're gonna not eat pasta, if you're gonna slurp pasta loudly, and it's not a deeply embedded cultural tradition of yours, and you want to be gross, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna basically make your partner uncomfortable every time you go out, then like I'm definitely dinging you for that. That's ridiculous. Okay, you could ding me for that. No, I mean, I don't you. do that. Oh, I'm the not person? I'm you. I'm, I'm dinging OP's girlfriend. Oh, all right. I don't know. It's gross. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, to me, this is kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Have you been out with a slurper? Or a- I mean, I've definitely known some loud Come ears on. for sure. It's fucking gross, man. Yeah, it's gross, but... I mean, I don't really feel like it's actively embarrassing, but sure, OP maybe feels embarrassed. Fit or fat, 1990, right? 99, right? So you really want a GF with table manners of a 10-year-old who cannot distinguish between what's acceptable in public versus private and won't change NTA, but it's a losing battle. Accept her or ditch her. Wow, a rare breakup with her. <laughs> We've done it, folks. Gender equality. I just I, I don't I don't really think this is an acceptable behavior to double down on. If you're telling me it's your identity to slurp pasta and, and you got no cultural heritage there, you got nothing. Gender bender <laughs> writes, I have to go with NTA. If she's slurping loud enough to draw attention when she has noodles, that's too much. And it's like you're telling her she's not allowed to eat noodles, just not at a restaurant with you. She can make spaghetti at home. Slurping is more acceptable in many Asian cultures. Take her to a local Japanese or Chinese place and she won't seem out of place. I don't know. I'm not perceiving that having been to quite a few. I've never noticed any loud slurpers, but maybe I just missed it. That's true. I've also never noticed someone slurping so loudly that I've like talked about it. Have you? Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could give you that. Maybe OP is overstating that and trying to make this out to be a restaurant problem and it's just a him problem. But I, I think it's a fair problem to have. I mean, look, I've definitely heard people say like at, during. Here's the thing. If someone during a meal told me, hey, could you just chew a little more quietly? I'd be like, oh, my God, of course. Like, why would this be a fight? Yes. Yes. I think that's true. She's tripling down. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm bringing her over, people. It got I just have nothing there. to fight, but I guess, like, I just just the vibes. Like, OP just seems kind of condescending. And if my boyfriend was like, I'm going to sit you down and teach you how to eat. You know what I think this is? Maybe I'm just a defensive person. I would just kind of be like, well, fuck you. You don't do this. <laughs> uh, you don't do this. I know I don't do it. But, like, again, if somebody, you know, like, I just feel like. If, like, my boyfriend and I went on a run and he was like, you know, I find it really embarrassing the way that you run, I would be like, okay. well, this is just how I run. Like, you're you know le- what I you're mean? You're leaping. You're leaping, how? though. This isn't running. Well, how is how's embarrassing with how someone runs? You're not affecting anyone's Maybe meal. they're like, to, they can look away. I no, I like that you run that way. I, you, you know, I, I, think, I think it's bad for your feet. I think oh, it's, it's really hard. It's very aerodynamic. Hips. All right. Well, 
I think that, look, I think your analogy is deeply <laughs> off point. I think running is ridiculous. You're not uh, affecting anyone's meal. They're, you're not in a fixed location. You're running, for God's sake. You're literally moving I, away. Maybe I'm running on a treadmill. Whatever. Okay. Well, even if you're at the gym, why are you looking at people? You shouldn't be looking at people. This is at a restaurant where no one is wearing headphones. There's not music <laughs> playing necessarily, you know. Come on, Sarah, please come with me here. Do I am I am I in the zone? You know what I'm going for here. I know you're going for NTA. I mean, everybody else is saying NTA. I'm like, what does Reddit feel like that? I don't really think I think somebody in the discord like was kind of with me. So I'll have to hold on to that one. (laughs) Okay, Alina wrote on Twitch. I hate to say this, but I agree with OP. That's extremely unnecessary. And I feel like she's just doing it to spite him at his point. It's not hard to not slurp when you eat, especially in public. All right. I think we have you on all sides, Sarah. I mean, I don't think there's anybody who's coming with me, so. You're pro slurp. It's just a very tough position. I'm not to even hold. pro slurp, but I'm just like anti like telling people to like change things that they have naturally been doing forever just because you don't like it. That's the I think whole that's premise also of being the thing a person. about the hair. Well, no, not not the hair because hair just grows. But if you have an that's all that's this is one of my favorite David Foster Wallace quotes, David Foster Wallace quotes. The term well-adjusted is not an accident. We all have many default behaviors, things we do that we think are normal and good because (laughs) maybe our parents never called us on it or whatever it may be. And you have to adjust yourself based on the feedback you're getting. And the feedback is slurping. I like this quote. I like this quote. Slurping is gross. All right. I like that quote. I'll go with you on this. Wow. This took so much work. It did. She's not even a slurper herself, folks. I if don't. I'm slurper, actually, I've, I've been told by my friend who has misphonia that I'm a very quiet eater. So why am I like riding or dying for this girl? I oh don't boy. know. Don't bring in the misphonics into this shit. Then it's going to get way too heavy. Why? I'm saying I'm a quiet eater. I'm joking. Oh. Wow. Why did this get so heavy? That It's, it's like we held back all the heaviness from the last situation. Oh and for some reason. Now it's just like coming out in stupid ways. Like I will slurp my noodles. I've never done that in my life. That's her. That's her. All right. Here we go. I yeah, think we no, got I her, know. folks. I know you know. Okay. Okay. We got it. <laughs> Why are Everyone, we fighting? Damn it. I don't know. You ever fight with someone when you actually agree? <laughs> yes, because you love to antagonize me on some level. Maybe I don't know. I hey, like to antagonize you. Oh do boy. you? No. Do I? Does it come off that I like to antagonize you? Yeah, I feel like sometimes we have like you have to get me going sometimes on the podcast. Otherwise, I'd be like so I don't know conflict dour? avoidant. Oh no! Not dour. No. I was gonna say just conflict avoidant. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes you like to sit back and just let it happen. Nonetheless, <laughs> it didn't happen here. We no. were we were in a bad vibe about it. Shockingly, I thought I thought the the women's body thing would get us, but instead Sarah went pro slurp. She backed off AITA for <laughs> walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend ordered spaghetti. Oh, we actually didn't talk about the title literal aspect. Oh, we didn't even he- get into the actual boundary. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think with that, like, I just, to me, it's like, this is a goofy, goofy way to, like, <laughs> deal with a conflict. the word goofy? It's really underutilized, so. It, well, it's like, why is it, you. why has it come to this point, mate? You're yes. going to walk out of a restaurant where your girlfriend's at? Like, that's so heavy. That's, like, ridiculous, you know? Like, I mean, I just would have pressed harder on her and be like, look, if, if you're not going to adjust your slurping, like, 
I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's so immature. That's so juvenile. Like, I, I don't know. This really is a breakup with her I for know. me. It is kind of like, well, what option did he have? Because I don't know why I've just... I've be, like, yes. he did set the boundary and she did yeah. go back on it. And he did have to, like, not even ultimatum but like he did have to do something to communicate that he was serious about this feeling so like it's harsh and it might be goofy but I mean the only other option is he keeps letting it slide and then she thinks he's not serious and then she keeps blowing him off with these like oh you're so perfect comments yeah exactly she's not hearing him she's not being amenable to change it's an easy change to make I mean, it reflects very poorly on her. And I think that comment spelled it out. Do you really want someone like this to be your girlfriend? Of course you don't. If they're going to, if they're going to, if this is the hill they're going to die on, the Mm. mountain of slurp, no. The mountain of slurp. Uh. So it is, it is weird that he had to walk out of a restaurant. It's sad that it had to get to that point, but they are, you know, they're mid 20s. So this is the kind of shit that goes down. Mm. Nonetheless, it was an arduous journey. AITA for walking out of a restaurant because my GF ordered (laughs) spaghetti. We do agree. NTA and she is. Yeah, and I really want spaghetti now. Ooh, we love this episode. Spaghetti. It's brought to you by Maria. <laughs> Who's that? Arborilla is like the pasta company. Oh, Arborilla. All right, folks, please rate, review, and subscribe. Join us on Patreon. We have over 100 bonus apps. We've got an amazing community. We've got the Discord and, uh, and uh, yeah, join us on uh, Twitch and make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. It's fantastic. You get it, people. We're wrapping up here on a listener submission. It's A-I-T-A for flirting with my coworker. For context, I-25F have been dating my partner, 23M, for about two years. I came out as bi at 16. I identify as queer now, but I've never had a relationship with another woman. I've had flings and crushes, but nothing ever stuck. I'm happy that I found someone who I can see myself spending my life with, but I feel like I've missed out on a part of myself. I'm sure you Mm. can see where this is going. Ooh, juicy. A couple months ago, the company I worked for hired a girl who I find painfully attractive. Wow, is this the attraction episode? Let's call her Haley. Over the past two months, I've developed a full-blown crush. My partner knows that I have feelings for Haley, but what he doesn't know is that I've been flirting with her at work. Yikes. Wow. We don't work together every day, and even when we do, we don't spend a ton of time together, but when we do, I find excuses to talk to her, and more often than not, end up playfully teasing or outing myself for stalking her TikTok. No. She just usually laughs and sometimes jokes back, but I'm not really under the impression that she has any sort of feelings for me. I don't know if she's caught on to the fact that I'm into her, but a few of my other coworkers know. And we're you don't pretty... know if she's caught on? I think she's caught, she's on. caught on. Everyone's You've caught on. You've told her to her face, basically. I think she's yeah. caught on. A few of the other coworkers know, and we're a pretty tiny group, so it wouldn't surprise me if it's gotten around to her. <laughs> I think it's Jesus gotten around. Christ. Yeah, I think she knows. Even under different circumstances, I don't think I would have a chance with her. And there's a strict no dating coworkers policy in our company, but I don't know that it justifies me entertaining my feelings for her. A-I-T-A. Ooh, surprisingly juicy. Love it. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. I mean, I think this person's significant other is either like a saint or has a ton of internalized unassertiveness because I think if I knew that my significant other had a crush on had feelings. I mean, I think it's beyond a crush. Like, had feelings for their coworker, I would be fucking, like, pissed. Yeah, I mean, I think it's normal and healthy even to develop crushes and, yes. and feel attracted to people. Again, this is a this is a thing that you learn with life. Not something you need to share. 
with your partner yeah. necessarily because here's the thing crushes they come and go they come that's and go. what i was gonna say to me a crush is like a little fleeting like little whimsy but like now you're stoking these feelings well it's and, and that's and the you're thing too them. i do think flirtation can be okay yeah. in a relationship right you go to a party you're having a fun combo you know some of the people are a little sauced and you say hey hey good looking whatever you know <laughs> Sorry, I, fl- uh, I flirt like I'm in the 50s. I was going to say, we don't take flirting advice from Danny, but the spirit of the flirt the is there. The spirit of the flirt. I- I've dropped some flirts while in a relationship, and it was always in a context where it was like, I'm never going to see this person again. I'm trying to have a fun interaction, okay? This is not sure. someone I'm going to see regularly. Um, but when you get into the area of coworkers, you're really playing with fire because mm-hmm. you know you're going to see them regularly. So you are stoking a flame and a flame that that can continue to be lit and grow in its yeah. power. A forest fire. Yeah, this is not good. That's a, that's the thing. All and, I can and say. You're stoking this. It almost sounds like OP wants wants this girl to know. I I do kind of understand. The just the feeling at the core, it's sort of, I mean, it is just kind of FOMO, <laughs> a form yeah. of it. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, because you could easily do that as a straight guy. Oh, I didn't, I haven't slept around that much. I mean, and yeah, and I, there are plenty of people that. I wish I'd slept out that, with more. Yeah, there are plenty of people that have. So, you know, have used that argument. Yeah. Um, oh, so, I don't think no, I, I do get the feeling, but. Well, and it, it's okay to have FOMO and it's okay yeah. to, to have a crush as well. I'd say it's healthy and it's very normal. It's very common. But the line cross here is the flirting and the pattern of well, flirting. Well, yeah, it's not because this isn't really harmless flirting. This is like you're describing when you're just like, oh, I'm going to be a little like jokey, whatever, with someone I don't know. I mean, this is like kind of purposeful flirting to an end, it seems like. You know, exactly. and OP, you're trying to justify it by being like, I don't have a chance with her, but it's kind of like, but you kind of seem like you're testing the waters to be like, but. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I'm only joking unless you want to, you know, like, uh, uh-uh. exactly <laughs> good. I'm happy we're it's seeing not... this the same way. Yeah, no, obviously. It's like... I think <laughs> I, I think that this kind of flirting when you know the context and, you know, I, I guess what's not entirely clear to me, like, is the partner OK with this? Could there be a way that this could work? Like, would he let you yeah, maybe. entertain this? It's not outside of the realm of possibility, though, you know, personally, I wouldn't feel very comfortable with this. I would feel much more comfortable with a sexual thing. It's like, oh, you want to you want to be sexual with a woman? All right, go go have a one night stand. That's fine. Um, But like you're flirting, you're it looks like you're trying to develop a relationship. And Mm -hmm. you haven't told us otherwise, OP, but that just really this looks like I think we would call this emotional cheating. It looks like that's the road that they're attempting to go down. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if they're fully there yet, but I think we're right. definitely in like inappropriate town. Stalking her TikTok, playfully teasing, finding excuses to talk to her. It's like yeah. you're doing everything you really can in a work context. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then and on top of all that, you, you've got that. That's the other thing. About, that's the other problem with work stuff is like you they're kind of a captive audience. So then you're also putting pressure on them. You're you're that's another problem with flirting at work. You know, you're you're. You're kind of polluting the work waters. Like, there's a reason this is a rule everywhere. Mm. It's a rule that frequently gets broken. But you got to be so <laughs> careful because. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to. Ha- so the opportunities for it to go left are just so. Right. They're rife. forced to interact with you. And so yeah. now you've been flirting and making your intentions, I think, pretty clear. And so now they're uncomfortable. And now they have like work pressures, you know, like it sucks. It sucks. 
Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I just, I, this is not harmless flirting to me. Like, this is very targeted flirting, and I don't think that's a good territory. Or, like, it's a fine territory, but, like, not while you're dating someone, like, you know. Don't uh, try to line up your next significant other, like, while you're, like, I don't do that. I, I think that, like, if if it was at work and it's obvious the answer is no here from this person, you dropped a flirt. They didn't flirt back. I think you got to take that hint. You got to yeah, be yeah. super, super um, sensitive to that because in a right. work context, it gets it crosses over into creepy town because they have. I mean, and harassment. I mean, but in this in this sense, yes. I wasn't really sure if if Haley was or was not into it. I don't think Haley's into it. There's no indication. Hmm. I mean, these are pretty subtle. I I guess the thing, I mean, I don't know. I could see it. I don't really get the sense that she is into it, but I, yeah, I don't, it doesn't seem like super reciprocal, but it also does not like from what has been described. I don't know. It doesn't also seem like stop, you know, yeah, on on the work level, uh, well, I don't think she would say stop. I mean, I when like that's that's true. That's expecting a lot of assertiveness there. I, no, I, for I, sure. I think the best defense I can mount for you, OP, is like, look, it sounds like your flirting is very, very soft, right? Like, because people tell me, oh, I've watched all your TikToks and I love your videos. I would never interpret that as a as a flirt. So you're telling her you stalked. Well, it is the fact that you use the word stalked. Maybe that kind of does romanticize it in a perverse way. But even so, I think that's okay. I watched all your TikToks. What whatever she gets it you're a fan of the show that's okay and you're saying playfully teasing it depends kind of how that looks does that look like oh you're so cute stuff like that then it's like well okay yeah that obviously has a very romantic tenor and that's crossing into you're an asshole just because of the work environment yeah that's like nsfw to be calling your coworkers cute Right. We don't know what the playfully teasing is. That said, OP, I'm not going to try to pin charges on you for workplace. I'm, I'm advising you to be careful. Um, and I would advise a man to be five times more careful and like let a, let a female coworker flirt, flirt with you first before you're going to hit them with anything like that. Um, you know, but I, I will ding you because I, I think this is basically emotional cheating. I, yeah, I think we can mount charges for the relationship, even if I'm not going to play HR right now. Because we, we just don't have enough info <laughs> about what was said or what was said back. Like, um, you know, is she laughing and joking back or is she like, haha, uncomfortable? We don't really have any info. But I mean, I think that's all kind of moot. <laughs> I think so. I'm uh, I think we see eye to eye here. Wow. So we really only disagreed about spaghetti in this app for a minute. AITA okay. for flirting with my coworker. I think we do agree. Oof. It's a YTA. Yeah, sorry, but it is. Just Whoa. figure out what you want, but, you know, don't kind of drag someone along through the process. Yeah, and I think it's okay. Look, I think we're we're talking about young people. It is okay yeah. to say, hey, look, I, you know, I'm queer and I want to sleep with a woman and I, I just need this right now and I, I need a break, but I, I think your chances with Haley aren't particularly good. And so you have to weigh, is it really... Is it this FOMO? Is this a really deep thing? Or is it just your crush on Haley? Crushes are very intoxicating. I mean, I've had crushes that are like brutal, you know? Yeah, yeah. It could just be her specifically, but it could just be women in general. So, 
I, I think that's a very fair thing to say. Like, I need to explore this part of myself. And then you have to weigh that with, for, are you yeah, willing for sure. to potentially sacrifice your relationship that you've already built? Because you're, you know, your boyfriend, he might not be down to get back with you later if you need to experiment sure. or whatever it is. But that's that's a thing you have to weigh with yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. I will cite you, Sarah, or Reddit, however, but you can break up with anyone for <laughs> any reason. I think that could be a very good reason. I, I, I just... I think in this case, it, it just didn't act as a justification of the emotional cheating in any way. No. So, well, yeah. I think we agree. ATA for flirting with my coworker. Did I say this already? We agree. It's we YTA. Do. I think Sorry. I did say this already. Um, love you. Love you, submitter. Thanks for submitting. I can tell you're a you're a thoughtful person. You just let your crush get a little too far. Hey, I've been there. I've been there. You gotta <laughs> shut it oh, down. Oh, no offense, but I'm like Danny has been there. I mean, I had this situation where I worked at this place and this girl sat directly across from me and like the way the monitors were set up, like I could look at her all day. It was such a problem, you know, because like it it would be like, I just want to look away from the monitor for a second. There she is. There she is. And I had an enormous crush on her for like three days. And then one day I was like, uh, yeah, you know, I, I referenced the Hamptons and she goes, what's the Hamptons? And I was like, I am zero percent attracted to oh, you, girl, who doesn't that would know what make the- me like 10 times more attracted to someone. I'd be like, fuck the Hamptons. You live in New York and you don't know what the Hamptons are for years. Yeah, they're terrible. Here. How do you not know? That's that's so funny. That's Big so- turn off for me. Couldn't <laughs> do it. You got to know. You got to know the basics. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, much love for all y'all and much love for Sarah because we've been we've been uh, going on for uh, an hour 20. So thanks for putting up with me, Sarah. Uh, much love. Go make some spaghetti. There we go. Thanks so much for <laughs> listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next Monday morning. Bye. Bye. Woo. OK. Love it. <laughs>